pub Let's have a drink to toss to pub day. Let's pub day. To pub Ooh, I'm going to get the bubbles on that bit. The parting of the ways were at the end. We are at the end of the season. The ways are parting. Which, what is that referring to? The only thing Jack? I can think of is Jack. Yeah, <laughs> like what? And his, is he that big a deal? It's a good title, though. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's like a very good title for an episode. Yeah, th- I, I can only think of it being Jack. But who the fuck knows? Who the fuck cares? I said fuck within the first minute. We're never ever gonna get money from this if if we just keep fucking. Fuck. Okay, that's a lot, actually. Yeah, I'm not beeping it though because that's just so much work. Dial down, dial what's it back, the, sir. The point. I'm sorry. I'm just ex- foul coarse language. Look, I'm just excited, okay? We finished a season. We have successfully watched a We still have to do season. this last episode. I will come back to us having done a season in like, you know, two hours. Welcome to Doctor Who Rewind, an unofficial and unprofessional rewatch podcast where I, Katie, and my friend Tyrese couldn't think of anything clever to say just now. Hello. Watch and discuss episodes of Doctor Who starting with the revival in 2005. Once we complete that, we'll backtrack to the 60s and talk about classic who. In between seasons, we'll discuss extended media, things like book. Cool. <laughs> things like book. <laughs> things like books, games, big finish audio adventures. We are s- uh, Someday we're going to take unprofessional out the name. No, we're not. Today's not that no, day. No, we're not. <laughs> I genuinely did try and think of something clever to say and my brain went, Rose, Jack, Doctor, fuck! And I just went, I couldn't think of anything. What do you think of the parting of the way? Oh, it's just good, isn't it? All right. It's just a good <laughs> one. Like, I will find myself having very little critical say about this episode and a lot of it's just going to be like, oh my God, good. The, I, I have a lot for the beginning and like a good amount for the middle and then like some for the end. But like, I think, and I, and I said this to you earlier in a text that this episode has such a big ending it does that the rest of the episode whilst it's good gets completely overshadowed once you you follow the episode and you're like okay 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 the ending happens and then i can't remember the rest of the episode because yeah. that last scene whilst it has one line that i fucking hate and we know which one it is you know i, I know you know which one it is, know which one it is. <laughs> other than that I love this. Rose T pauses at one point. I don't know if you saw that, but she does. It's my favorite. She what now? When? T- when does she T-pause? Oh, we'll get there. Oh, this I can't wait. We're on a journey What a now. joy. What yeah. a joy. Uh, we open up with uh, like like CG ships too. There's a lot of CG elements this time. There is a lot of CG in this one. But before we get into it, why don't you just tell me what happened in the episode? Okay. I'm going to do this flawlessly in one tech. Is that it? Yeah, I'm telling you now I'm doing this flawlessly in one tech, right? You've jinked. Knock on that wood. That's it. Picking up immediately where Bad Wolf left off, the Daleks turn on Rose, demanding to know the Doctor's plan. She's saved when the Doctor and Jack materialise the TARDIS around her. Under the protection of Margaret Slatheen's extrapolator shield, the Doctor confronts the Dalek Emperor. The Emperor reveals that after falling through a time war, he built a new race of Daleks by harvesting human genetic material. With an army of mad mutant Daleks to defeat, the Doctor and Co head back to the game station. They devise a plan to stop the army, a Delta wave that will wipe out everything in the radius of the blast, and the Doctor has 22 minutes to do it. Rose and the Doctor begin working on the Delta wave while the rest of the station is protected by the programmers, the contestants who were left behind, and Linda with a Y. While Jack warns the contestants to stay quiet and arms the programmers, Rose asks the Doctor if they could just go back in time. The Doctor says it's impossible. When he begins to reflect on the bleak circumstances, he feigns excitement and tells Rose he has a plan to fix things. Once she's in the TARDIS, he sends her home to keep her safe. The Emperor Dalek chimes in, and when questioned about the words bad wolf... Oh, I missed it. Oh, fuck! Oh, no. Fucked it. 
fucked it almost immediately. Fuck, I'm four oh, paragraphs no. in. Eat one. Um, <laughs> Eat a fat dick. And then Rose... <laughs> The Emperor Dalek chimes in, and when questions about the words bad wolf, he has nothing to say, as this is not part of the Dalek design. The Daleks make their way through the station, with Linda monitoring them for an observation deck, or the kill floor, if you will. Jack's forces are quickly exterminated by the Daleks. Back on Earth, Rose is upset about being sent home, refusing to give up, as that isn't what the Doctor would do. She returns to the TARDIS with Mickey after seeing some more bad wolf graffiti, and tells him her plan to reveal the heart of the TARDIS in order to use the telepathic circuits to return her to the game station. Jackie tries to convince Rose to stay, but Rose tells her that her dad would have told her to do anything to save the Doctor. After an argument about Pete, Jackie returns with a large yellow tow truck. On the observation deck, Linda can see the Daleks destroying continents on Earth. From the outside of the room, an assault Dalek begins to cut through the doors, but out in space, a group of Daleks also find Linda, firing out the glass and sucking her out into space, killing her in the vacuum. Jack, the only surviving human, makes his way to floor 500, only to be shot by Daleks and killed. Jackie's truck manages to break open the TARDIS console and Rose looks into the light. Energy rushes into her eyes and the door slam closed. The TARDIS dematerializes and returns itself to the game station. The Doctor is unable to activate the Delta Wave as he hesitates and decides he'd rather be a coward than a killer. Rose bursts out the TARDIS, stopping the Daleks' beams with ease and declaring herself the Bad Wolf, scattering the words from the wall of the game station through time and space as a message to herself. She wipes out the Daleks with ease and returns Jack to life, but the power begins to kill her and the Doctor kisses her, taking the energy into himself. Back in the TARDIS, Rose wakes up, unable to remember what happened. The Doctor sadly begins to tell her all the places he was going to take her. He tells her that they were both fantastic and begins to expel all of that extra energy as his features change and he regenerates, revealing David Tennant as the next Doctor. Ooh, exciting. Wowie. Wow. What a one. What a what an episode. Um, eh? I would like to note that that, uh, that summary is not entirely in order of what happens, but it's in a coherent order of what happens. Okay. The, the opening of this, well, not like immediate opening, but opening scene, I suppose, is one of the few times, I think we've seen it one of the time in the uh, Empty Child and Doctor Dances, that the TARDIS actually flies, flies space. and isn't just mm-hmm. like... Yeah. disappears here to here yeah but this episode like opens straight away with action like there is oh. there are not giving you a second between these two weeks i, I like <laughs> i love that the the daleks at the beginning are talking to rose and they're like you will predict the doctor's actions and then she's like i don't fucking know <laughs> like oh my he's an alien with yeah, big right? head brain i don't fucking know and then the doctor flies in and they start fighting him and She's like, no, he's got no defenses. You'll kill him. And the dialogue's like, you predicted correct. And I think this might be <laughs> like the the first proper emergence of the sassy Dalek. Yeah. And I fucking, I know that it's a bit hokey. That's like where I, I will allow the cheesiness to come through for uh, for like my personal taste is when like Daleks have their own little like yeah, right. Z snap. Like, like, is there a funny Dalek? Do you think that there's like, you know, they're on Scarrow and they're like, oh, this guy, he's he's doing it, and it's just because everything they say is, you know, like so literal and so matter of fact. Imagine if a Dalek said "lol" just once, just I don't, just I wouldn't once. like that very much. Just just one. I don't think lol. I would feel very good about hearing that. How do you feel about the time war being pointless? Oh, that's a that is a gut punch and a half, isn't it? Truly, I think yeah. That that is the exact words I've used. This time while being pointless is such a gut punch. Like yeah. it's just, oh, it really like my people died and theirs didn't, and the entire point of everything is null and void. It's like it's, it's like the reverse of having high stakes. If that makes sense, 
it yeah like like it like finding that out like, yeah it's not just like oh the stakes are high for this adventure because the doctor needs to see this it's like the reverse it's like okay so the daleks already won kind of but it's 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 i like that it's a, a teachable thing of the doctor being like because he starts off the season he's a bit darker and grittier and all this stuff and yeah you know, now he's back to his i mean when he shows up and he's like Numpa, and he's just enjoying himself yeah he's kind of like feeling it yeah in that moment th- when he gets told like hey this war was for nothing he doesn't go back to being dark and broody man he does a few things that, that I would still consider quite dark and broody, but I don't think that that's his entire persona anymore. And oh, so yeah, he, no, he, you can tell you can tell the change. He purposefully has learned and gone, like, this is not... Well, I'm like, not going to go back to being completely vengeful. If you think about it, when we start with Rose, like, I mean, first episodes of this show generally don't tend to have incredibly, like, high intense stakes and stuff. Or if they do have high stakes, it's not in a serious way. Yeah. And I feel like you go from an adventure to start the show where the doctor is just taking everything so seriously and it's it's just like living plastic to then here, even when the Daleks are around, he's not Yeah, he's, still he's not so there. dark about it. He's still got like sort of the concern for the other people and all this. I love when they exit the TARDIS and he's like, Nothing can get nothing can, can get through those doors and Jack's like, almost anything and the doctor's like, Yep. Yep. wasn't wasn't gonna tell him that kept but, that one to myself you know um did fucking, you fuck me right <laughs> did you see how the like mutant dalek looks after jack blows it up with his gun when it's just kind of like a flap of a face yeah. that's like, horrible eye bit yeah it's like a wet grossness mm-hmm. i just like no further thoughts on it i just thought yeah. it was like kind of freaky jack in that scene is quippy as ever he's like oh don't i get a hug and then she's like oh of course you do and he's like i was talking to him and it's like <laughs> it's just more team off. more team tardis more boomtown team tardis i thought i was to gonna say. die four seconds ago jack the least you could do is touch me i have a note here that just says no nuance required eccleston is so good no nuance required yeah and like i will maintain that through this this whole episode oh he brings it that yeah he's never not in it you know like there's never mm. any kind of moment where it feels like oh you are not giving the absolute I'm peak gonna, performance i'm Ooh. gonna contest that there is one line delivery in this episode that i don't like it's not the line that you're thinking which line or are we gonna get to we, it we are gonna get to okay. it okay uh is this our first mention it might be in classic who i don't know is this our first mention of the oncoming, oncoming storm? storm yep okay, it is right this is the first time anyone I, calls i know that he's like storm. you know what they used to call me the uncommon storm and i was like i i've heard him refer to himself as that not even just in in reference to Daleks, just in general, he's like, yep. I am the Doctor. That is the one of the storm. hardest nicknames ever oh, as right. well, by the way. Holy shit. It's almost like, oh, we don't know his real name. We know two code names. One's the Doctor, the other's the Oncoming Storm. I'll be like, I don't want to fuck with that guy. Yeah, right? I don't want to fuck this with that This absolute mad lad. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with that. No, please Jesus leave Christ. me alone. Uh, do you have a picture of him? They pull up this like guy with a fucking shaved head in a leather jacket with a huge pair of boots on. Jesus Christ. With ears the size of fucking console controllers. And he's just like, <laughs> yes, I am here. I am the Uncoming Storm. One, one of the, of this, we're just going to talk. I feel like we're just, this is going to be a lot of Eccleston's performance. Talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, even Billy Piper. Oh, yeah, she does real well, too. The, um, so when, when Mother Brain's talking about how, you know. They Mother are Brain? <laughs> Mother Brain. <laughs> that took me a second. Thank you. Um, when I was, I saw it in the episode and I had to Google what Mother Brain looked like to make sure that that joke was like still funny because it's been a while since I've played Metroid. Mother Brain, I um, hate you. But yeah, so, you know, he's over there doing all this, talking about how the Daleks like rebuilt their numbers by like harvesting human genetic material, obviously from the game shows. Yeah. And the look on Rose's face of like anger slash disgust 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 so rich. It's very good. It's very good, Billy Piper. You should be very proud of yourself. The reaction shot to the it's it's in the next. What did you just say? I said it's very good, Billy Piper. You should be very proud of yourself. And then I was like, why does she give a fuck what I think? <laughs> I was sitting there going like, why is she laughing? She's just laughing because she uses it a dumb thing. Yeah, no. I just thought about it for a minute, and I was like, my opinion means fuck all, of Billy Piper. <laughs> so it should. So it should. I don't know what I'm talking about. The previous episode's next time trailer, like, you know, for this episode. Yes. Shows the reaction shot of, you know, they survived through me. Mm-hmm. That's such a... Considering I imagine he was acting at nothing. Yeah. That's such a good... I know it's his mm-hmm. job. I know his job is to pretend and pretend good. But this is pretending not good. This is pretending This is excellent. pretending excellently, yeah. Yeah. How do we feel about the Dalek Emperor in general, though? Just, the, just the design quickly, the I love. Yeah, I love I the agree. design. You haven't seen the second Emperor, have you? The second Emperor. Or oh, wait until we play City of the Daleks for the Ooh, adventure game. This, oh, okay. I actually found out some things about the Emperor Dalek. Absolutely nowhere near as exciting as I wanted it to be because a lot of it was very lot heavy. Um, and, you know, stuff that, like, if you start, you have to go on years yeah. of novels and comics and stuff. But I found out that um, there is a, a Scarrow election every year. Okay. For the new Emperor Dalek. And do they just put a new... A they new... had political issues for a while where it just kept bouncing between these, like, two Daleks or something. I don't know. I didn't super look into it. But also, um, there can only be one... That, sorry, there can be more than one Dalek Emperor at a time. Like, it's the highest rank in the Empire, but there can be more than one of them at the time. Okay. Um, as long as they are in charge of, like, separate forces of Daleks. And also, they don't stay in contact with each other, but they're not necessarily hostile to each other either. Okay, so they're like um. There's there's no way to 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 go into what I was gonna say without sounding like a fucking virgin. Oh yeah, cool. Because so everything else that everything we talk about makes awesome. you sound so cool, like you have Shut loads up. of sex. <laughs> Excuse me, my right hand is Christy. <laughs> the thing. With... Please follow that. Up. <laughs> I love the Dalek Emperor's design, but for for this, I mean, and also today we've got. You said there was quite a lot of trivia, so we're just gonna sprinkle it throughout. Yeah, yeah, there's quite okay, a bit of trivia. Right. So we won't have any dedicated section unless no. there's something that we missed by the end. The idea that they just remove the tank and pop another one in is so funny to me. Um, well, uh, funny you mention it because the, this this it's puppet, not how it's done. The like mutant Dalek is a puppet. It was used for the last time in this episode before the season four finale, because putting it in the Emperor Dalek's water tank damaged it so hard that between now and the season four finale, all of the like inside mutant Daleks that you see are all CG. This wait, what the season four finale? Yeah, Stolen Earth Journey's End. They use this. That's same the next. One. No, not like the the little mutant Dalek on the inside, not the full thing, but just the little. Oh, do they only have one of those? Apparently, yeah. That's so. It funny was it was me. destroyed, putting it in the water tank, and so everyone until then is just all CG. There you go. There's That's a little sad. bit of trivia, sprinkled. I like the uh, the Daleks flinching. When it off his leg. What is it that what is it that he says exactly that something about uh about them listening to him? He's like, if anyone's gonna listen, it's you. And then he like turns around and the Daleks flinch and he's like, oh yeah, spooky boobies. Just very good. Oh yeah, yep. He says, I'm a doctor and if there's one thing I can do, it's talk. I've got five billion languages and you haven't got one way of stopping me. So if anybody's gonna shut up, it's you. Yep. Yeah. And then they they like they do a flinch. I think another thing that is probably like less talked about for this episode in particular is a lot of the sound design very good there's a lot of stuff going on that there's um a song i don't know which one it is the the obviously a murray gold song that is dalek adjacent oh it's not no it's not dalek adjacent it's um you know the one that's like that that kind of thing that it's a bit wary i'm trying to think of where else it's used 
I don't I don't know from that alone to be Wait honest. Wait there, I'll find it on Spoofy. It's okay. the Daleks. It's it's the Daleks. But it's that's it. That's it's a song that's in three parts. It's right, in three parts. Before. Yeah, and in I think it's Stolen Earth Journey's End that, that you hear all three parts. Yeah, because I think that's what I'm thinking of for it. But all of the music in this episode so very good. Uh, I'm coming to get you hologram. They're all brilliant. Murray mm-hmm. Gold. I know there's people who don't want him to come back, and like I stick by my um have a new composer but bring him back for the tenant ones if yeah, they can because that would be a cool um, little thing that would be very fun that's this the year. thing is it's just it's just an iconic sound of Doctor Who yeah yeah. like it really is and I don't think it's until later when you're really in the show that you notice it and there's one part which we won't get to till like season 7 or 8 of the Dalek theme no of the oh. Cyberman bit though the Cyberman yeah okay I don't like the season 7 Cybermen but that's neither here nor there <laughs> So that they they leave. Oh, can I just say one really quick thing? One like line delivery from Eccleston specifically that I'm like, oh, very good. Is when no, he's like, uh, so when they leave, the <laughs> when they leave the ship, is when he's like, you know, um, when he says, uh, since when did Daleks have a concept of blasphemy? Yeah, I don't know why, but something about like everything about that, I'm like, oh, that's like so like good. there's been a, a massive shift in status quo that he's not aware of, and that freaks him out. Yeah, like there is now a new. Yeah, thing. this guy's out here like I am the god of all Daleks, and he's like, oh shit, and. There's a thing about the Emperor that's... A, is it Dalek Khan that goes fucking nuts? Yeah. Like, there's a little bit of that in the Emperor, I think. Of like, well, you, you know, the idea of, of, I can't be killed, I'm a god. And then, and then Rose is like, pew! And well, that's what the, the, I mean, Khan says that he like fell through the time war and made his way back like through the void or whatever. And this Emperor Dalek did also fall through the time war. So he has that same, like, I guess, like time sickness or whatever. This, like, insanity of, I've seen horrible things i got the temporal sniffles <laughs> um rose hates linda oh that's she exactly what i was hates just about to say linda i like when they <laughs> i like when they leave the ship and he's like you're not gonna you cannot leave my presence and the, the doctor's like bye yep leaving leaving going yeah R- linda is like oh i stayed because i want to help and rose is like rose gives her the dirtiest look oh she and it's, and it's not like from you know it's not Billy Piper being in character and she's in the background. They cut specifically to, to her, her looking fuming. Being yeah. A bitch. She's like, fuck you, Linda. And I'm like, leave Linda alone, okay? She's only got I about- love, I love Linda otherwise. Her so life much. expectancy is 20 more minutes, so you leave that <laughs> bitch alone. <laughs> I do love Linda. I also like Jack as a leader in this when he gives his little pep talks and stuff. I, I enjoy it. I really do as well. Um,. I have one criticism for it. I have one uh, thought about it, okay. which is just, is this the most action hero that Jack ever gets? I, mean, I can't I like... Torchwood, so maybe. Because the thing is, I mean, my last Torchwood viewing was a couple of years ago. And obviously I know Doctor Who better than I know Torchwood. So if this isn't like exact, you forgive me. Yeah. But... That's fine. Torchwood, he is very much kind of more like, you know, the sort of more like cautious leader role that the Doctor has where yeah. he's like, I can't die. Like, let me do the dangerous things because that's who I am. And I think it's something to do with this whole immortality thing that obviously would change him. Yeah. But he is full action. And I thought specifically when he's downstairs, when he's at the bottom floor and he's talking to all the contestants who are left there and he's just firing his gun in the air and he's like, if the Daleks come down here, then like, you know, try and stay quiet, but tell me then they're not real. Yeah. Or whatever when you, it is when you that he screams, then, tell yeah. me then that the Daleks aren't real. The, the, there's a line that he drops that's like, uh, where, it, where he refers to himself as a coward. He's like, God, I kind of miss being a coward now. Huh? Yeah. He's like, oh, what a, what a good day it would have been to have been my old self and to just walk away, but now he's not. And the only criticism I have is it's a very rushed 
slamming into a brick wall, crash course in being a, a non-coward, I guess. Oh, yeah. For being brave. Well, I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't have a problem with it, but what? it is like a, you know, we, we don't see other adventures that they go on with Jack, which they clearly have mentioned that they, they've been to a few places. What I'm not him. super keen on about Jack, and I have never really noticed it before, but it really annoyed me these past couple of episodes. It's him Ooh. going, see you in hell. Like, Does he say that a lot? He says it about three times, yeah. Oh. Like, I think he says it in, like, every... Not counting, like, two-parters, but, like, every adventure that they got. He says yeah. it in Boomtown. He says it here. And I'm sure he says it in Empty Child Doctor Dances as well. Like, the, the, three times. He does say something that I do think is weird in this episode where he, he, like, holds Rose by the face and he's like, you are worth fighting for. And I'm like, this isn't all her fault. What? Yeah. This isn't... Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, the thing is... <laughs> this, this isn't stringent on her. It's not like the Doctor is going to go on, like, a Super Mario-style adventure now to rescue, like, to, you know, rescue Rose Tyler. You are worth fighting for. Yeah, so is the fucking planet, dude. So is the the great for, fucking fourth great and bountiful human empire. That's, That's also worth fighting for. That bit at the beginning where he's in the TARDIS, he's like, for my next trick, Yahoo! And <laughs> <laughs> he does a triple jump. Then he hits a star and he's like, Imagine the power-ups that the Doctor oh, would have, man. like the Doctor Who-specific power-ups oh. that he would have. I like, because uh, we just going to say, I like a followed by a thing that we enjoy. That's yeah. going to be this well, entire episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> is how... Uh, completely unfazed and not weirded out the doctor is by a mouth kiss from jack he's like yeah yeah that's rose, like nothing rose is him. like oh my god you you minx you she's like i've been waiting for this yeah. for months she kisses he kisses rose and rose is like <laughs> on his face and he's like okay all right okay all right all right okay and then then he you know kisses when the you doctor. watch like cartoons of, of people and i don't know it'd be like a cartoon of someone with an octopus stuck to their face and they keep trying to like yeah. pull it off and then their like, lips are like <laughs> stretching out that's what rose is doing uh, i imagine that he kissed the doctor and rose in her head went it's not how easy it is i just gotta fucking walk over and be like what yeah and he's not even gonna be asked no, he's not oh. even gonna try anything i've been waiting i've been waiting 13 episodes and i could have just been yeah just done. just plant one on him yeah. It's one of my favorite wor- ways to refer to kissing people by the way i don't like, oh, i don't like that i don't like I think stuff it's funny that plant one on him is like i feel like that would be like a punching instead for some reason i have a note here have you got the script yeah i do i've got a note here mm-hmm. uh that just says jack's speech is harrowing and i think i'm trying to remember what i was referring I was gonna to say, if you can i mean i can try and work down it's after the kiss so it's before it's before that oh sorry it's, it's after, after, the, the after that i'm not okay i'm not with it leave me alone <laughs> Yeah, it's after the kiss. Oh, yeah. Is that after... So he says he was better off without the Doctor, be much better as a coward, and then Rose says he's going to be all right, isn't he? Yeah, and and, and the Doctor... No, it's it's when he's like, it was it was great knowing you, and Rose is like, don't say that. And then he's the, then I think I'm referring to the speech downstairs where he's like, if you hear people screaming, because that's where we cut to after that. Well, he says upstairs about, you know, like making the plan about how the Daleks will come in like midway and go up. Yeah. And then when he's downstairs, he says, uh, thanks. As for the rest of you, the Daleks will enter the station at floor 494, and as far as I can tell, they'll head up, not down. But that's not a promise. So here's a few word of, words of advice. Keep quiet. And if you hear fighting up above, if you hear us dying, yeah. then tell me the Daleks aren't real. Yeah. Don't make a sound. Let's go. Fucking and then excellent. They all, they all get in there. I think this is also one of the strongest written in terms of like, mo- even monologues. Like monologues and stuff like that, because we don't get many like long speeches in this part of the rtd era no we don't um and i think that this whole finale has a very different feel to it than the other, other finales, finales. Yeah. and i can't i can't really tell you what it is i don't know if it's maybe more the, of the action hero vibe i can't tell if it's more of the fact that like i know other seasons set things up like i know other yeah. things pay off at the end but i don't think anything ever goes as far as being like 
long game and then these two because by this point like i feel like all of the time that you would need to put on a setting or like a plan or this kind of thing the work is kind of already done i think some of it has to do with the idea that christopher eccleston was leaving and he knew he was leaving but not in a but it's not in the same fashion of leaving as every other doctor where they go okay i'm gonna you know i've done this for a long enough time i've enjoyed my time i'm going there was friction to him leaving there was and i also i think the the general aesthetic of this season is a bit more grimy than, than oh yeah than anything that comes afterwards which is why when i was watching it luke looked up at the screen once and he was like oh my god the lighting is crazy i love it it, it no it's it like yeah it absolutely it, it's is. very 2005 stylized and it also it also has the job and it doesn't do this until the end and it does it very well of teaching new audiences about regeneration as a concept too that was a lot, that wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You got that. You and you drink too much of a mouthful and it's like mostly alcohol. Kind of call so them my teeth the, as well. Oh no, not your teeth. The next part that I want to just talk about, because there's a, there's a lot of, so the weakest part for me, I think, is the um the actual battle subplot. You know, the, uh, the, people, oh, the, the people everyone fighting, fighting. Downstairs, downstairs. I think yeah. that as well, though, to be fair, is part of what kind of makes it feel so different as well. I think that definitely has something going on. We don't normally get, violent fights with you no know, with we guns don't and stuff. we normally get like a, a message about how words words count more i mean even um th- there is fighting in the next finale but not as much and it's not between the doctor really this and episode is incredibly violent yes and there's not an, in the season three finale that is all just i didn't go around making a weapon you think i would make so you know let's set the season three finale aside let's go oh do you not like it i don't not like it i just have complex thoughts i'm um, i'm gonna be one minute so the next bit I want to talk about. Oh, God. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> Clean up on aisle me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know when I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> what scene are we on now? Oh, so I was going to... I don't have a note for this just because I, I was like... I, re- I made a lot of notes in that first on the Dalek ship and then I was like, I'm writing too much oh, so I want to yeah. slow down. So I slowed down and didn't write as many, but I do remember this scene. And there is an entire process that my brain has with this scene that the episode doesn't even doesn't even spell out, but I, I like okay. to think that this is the feel, way things go down. Feel free, because you know what? I have a similar one later on, actually. Okay. So you share yours and I will share So this mine. is when the Rose is like, hey, we could just go back and warn them. And then the doctor's like, well, we, we can't do that in part of events. Uh, I could, you know, but we, we could walk away. Like me, you, and Jack very easily could just leave now and and let him. Judging take from his things, course. he just means me and you. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> then the, and they don't do that, and he's like, "You could have suggested this." And he looks at Rose, and he's like, "Didn't even cross your mind, did it?" And she's like, "Well, I guess I'm just too good." But I think at least this is the way that I choose to to believe it is that is when he solidifies his decision to send her home. There is like a maybe I will, maybe I won't. And when that happens, I think he sees a bit too much of himself in Rose, yeah. and he's like, oh, "Okay, this has gone too. This has gone on too long. It's too dangerous. I need to send her away." And then he goes over and he does a little computer thing, and then he does the and and you can see there's like and this is all in Eccleston's performance again is like there's a a, a mental preparation for in a second I need to go from zero to a hundred energy wise to make her think well, that like, I'm onto something to trick her to go yeah right and well like he him. looks he looks at the screen and he hangs his head and then she says doesn't she say like oh what is it bad oh yeah, yeah she like, comes bad, she comes it? over yeah because yeah. uh, the doctor says the Delta Web's building how long does it need and then Rose says is that bad and because he like drops his head and she's like okay it's bad how bad is it and then he's like Rose Tyler you're a genius like immediately next line but that that bowing his head and like it's preparing him for okay to go into in, it. in a few in in a moment or two, I need to jump up. I need to be myself, my doctory self, 
get her into the box, eh? And then <laughs> from there, send yeah. her home. And when she starts crying to Mickey, and I mean, Billy Piper, you, she if, oh if she has a, a breakdown. If you are listening, I just want to say, drop dead gorgeous. That's fine. Ugly crier. And do you know what? I relate to it so much. I, I hate it when like a celebrity initial mm. is like doing a pretty nice cry. cry. I'm like, what are you doing? No, where's the snot? Not yeah. enough snot. I want. I want to see a <laughs> snot out, bubble. I want to see your lips snot. shaking. Um, no, she's very, very good in this whole scene. But did you notice where the TARDIS takes her back to? It's just like a... Oh. It's the same place that Pete gets hit by the car. Oh my fucking God, that makes so much sense that's, though. That's where... And like, I mean, I know that logistically it's probably just the BBC could film there so that they, they film that. I don't think there's supposed to be any meaning to it, but that is the same place. That's where Pete gets hit by a fucking car. But it make, that was the last time... No, Boomtown. Yeah. So realistically it should have been on the Rift or some shit. Yeah, like I, I, just, I just think that's like so funny. Um, this is also like a point and this is my little theory about this because when I was watching it like because Mickey just immediately is like running down the street to come he has in a very good scene in to, this yeah to come and get her yeah and Luke was like oh so he heard the uh the you know the the fucking engines all the way from there and he just knew and my theory on this which is a theory that I don't think anyone asked for or needs but this is what I think is it about once it. you've been the TARDIS I think that yeah like it's just sort of like there were I imagine maybe Jackie as well but I'm not sure about that one it's just kind of like we are in the local area and then because the TARDIS has like a telepathic field, I imagine it would kind of like, you know, like loosely guide them to where the TARDIS has landed. So yeah. because that feels like the kind of thing the Doctor would do. So it's like even if, you know, so Rose isn't on her own. Do you know what we've completely neglected? What? The hologram message. Oh, yeah. Okay. We hol- like jumped ahead a little bit. There, so, yeah. It's like so important to the episode. So And it's fucking heartbreaking. The Doctor puts Rose in the TARDIS and he, this, he uh, sends her away. This is one of the two moments in this episode that I don't cry at, but I know that if I was a more emotionally in touch person, you would be in tears. I would be fucking. I bawling. did cry watching this earlier. Today, by the way, I, did. I almost, I very almost did. I will say, my mum come in at one point and, I, and she was like, Are "You okay?" I was like, "I'm fine." Uh, <laughs> didn't cry. They, and even th- and I always know it's coming because I mean I started with Tenant. I know that Eccleston only did one season. It's the first full season I watched, anyways. And I'd, I've seen it countless times since age, since age like five, six. Yeah. Like. I've always known that 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 like he's about to die, and every time I watch it, I'm like, "Oh, you're doing this so well. Mm-hmm. You are doing this so well." That hologram message. The only problem that I have with it, and it's not even a real problem, is it the look. No. Oh. It's the audio clearing up when he says the meaningful bit. The audio is like that scratchy kind of. They do a very similar. And then, uh, then the end. Yeah, and then he turns his head. You remember Power of the Doctor? I remember that part of it. I can't. do you think I'm have... going to hear the Seventh Doctor apologise to Ace and that's not going to be burned into my fucking brain oh, right. that's, okay, for that, the rest that's of my the days? Hey. I'm not going to have that like tattooed in the inside of my skull just to be like, oh, look, closure. Less than 24 hours, by the way. I'm, I'm going to cry. So <laughs> we, we mentioned this last week, but me and Katie uh, will likely be meeting Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just a smile you can hear. <laughs> More so for you than me, but I'm still excited. I'm still. I mean, like, I'm looking forward to being there and being like, "Oh, my friend is seeing someone that she looks up to. That's great." And then I'll be like, "And you are Radagast the Brown." This <laughs> is one of those characters for me that I'm just like, girl boss. I wanted to be Ace when I grew up. Like, she was so, so, so cool. I mean, like, you know. Yeah. Whatever. This isn't. This is. This, this isn't is Doctor Who Rewind. This no, isn't it's not. Katie it's... has a feeling. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> oh, honey, yeah, every day is Katie has a feeling. Uh, hologram. The music is good. It's got its own fucking song. <laughs> I mean, 
It's uh, a very nice message what as well. Do, yeah, what do you think about the ending of this message? Have a good life, Rose. Have a fantastic life. Did I you like just get a little it. goosebumpy thinking about it? Because I, I do. I like it so I much. I think that everything about this speech is very, very good. I had a little horrible joke in my brain. It's not like like horrible in a real sense, like horrible in-universe sense. Hit me with it. Not like dark humour. She's like, you know, screaming at the TARDIS. She's going, take me back. And I've just got a note that says you'll be saying that next year as well. (laughs) (laughs) And did you get her line delivery on how do you fly? When she goes running into the TARDIS and she's like, how do you fly? Is that how she says it? Kind of. Pause this. I'll I'll find it in the show. We've got iPlayer. Hell yeah. We're back. Yeah, no, that is an that's an odd delivery. It I is. like the interrobang right afterwards. The how do you fly? Question mark exclamation point. I think that we should talk a little bit about them being on Earth. Actually, no, we shouldn't because there is one thing that comes before that, and that is that Jack makes a piss joke. Does he? He follows a piss oh, solid yeah, cum good, joke. Good, good time to good time to good time to take a leak. Good time to take a leak. Yeah. This is the the scene where we find out that the Doctor is about to commit uh, his sequel genocide. Yeah, his second war crime. Second one. I like. How many people can be like, I did a genocide twice? Twice. <laughs> well, a doctor, apparently. Whoa, were you the guy that committed genocide? <laughs> which, which one, sweetie? Which time? Which one, sweetie? Like, they're fucking Andy Warhol. Are you a fan <laughs> of this one or this one? Uh, do, you know, do you know what I like about them being on Earth? What? My favourite conversation that happens in this episode is where Mickey's like, have you tried this new pizza place? And Jackie's... So Mickey, is, Mickey goes, have you tried this new pizza place? And Jackie goes, what do they sell? And Mickey goes, pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey <laughs> Smith is obsessed with pizza. What he is obsessed with pizza, honestly. Pizza. He what? is 2012 Jennifer Lawrence. Just get this man a fucking pizza. <laughs> I just love the idea that he's like, have you tried this new pizza place? And Jackie is like, what does it sell? <clears throat> Fish and chips. What is it when she's like, oh, they've gone at market. They're selling tubs of coleslaw. And he's like, is it all right? And she's like, no, it tastes a bit clinical. <laughs> she's such a mother. I love Jackie Tyler. I don't in this. I, like. I don't know if she is like based on anyone else's mother, but that dialogue, like her, all of her She's dialogue, such a is mom. so on yep. point, right? Like the thing is, there are things that Jackie do do. There are things Jackie do that I'm like, my mum do. She's a legend. That's why. Uh, big up. Uh, Doctor Who Rewind official. Uh, my co-host Katie's mum is is actually a legend. She's pretty good. She's a pretty good mum. Pretty legend. Shout out. I hit her with the mummy. Sometimes when you close your eyes, it's like I'm not real. Oh, God, fucking hell. I think we could talk about Bad Wolf. Yeah, that's the next bit, yeah. That's the next. That's where we're at. It's written in Super Rose font. Did you notice? (laughs) The coloration is like, you know when you want to try and, like, in art, if you want to try and make something light a certain colour, you mainly do the inside white, and then you've got, like, a rim light of the actual colour to make it seem really bright. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, so, like, if you... so, So when you, um... When you look at this, when it's written on the floor, at least, Bad Wolf is written white and then it's yellow around, around the, the edge. Outside. And I'm like, oh my God, Super Rose or piss. Take your pick. <laughs> He's good. Like, I, I feel like at a certain point that this podcast is just going to be like a Doctor Who and piss jokes. And only me and you are going to find it funny. Yep. And I will still upload every week. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Try and fucking stop us, man. This train is in motion. Try and stop me pissing down. Um, Rose has a, like a like a little speech, actually, here. Speaking of like the monologues that everyone gets, Rose gets about, one here. About Bad Wolf. About, you know, no, before that. Wolf, I'm saying when we're still in the cafe. Oh, and she's crying about yeah. it's a better life. Yeah, it's a better life with the Doctor. I don't mean travelling and seeing aliens and spaceships and things. That doesn't matter. Oh, she says that don't matter, actually. Sorry. Got to get the London in there. The doctor showed me a better way of living your life. You know, you know, he showed you too. You don't have to give up. You don't just let things happen. You make a stand. You say no. You have the guts to do what's right when everyone else runs away. Yep. Excellent. 
and and she does it she does it so well she delivers she just, it great and she's like crying in the shop oh and she like storms out as well she's not being quiet either whoever's working behind till in this shop must be like this is yeah crazy. like section this woman <laughs> like she just must be not with it then there is they go to the tardis right and she says to mickey there's nothing left for me here. Yeah, good job they broke up in Boomtown. Holy shit. Well, well, good job he's got Trisha Delaney to keep him warm at night. And his balls empty. No. <laughs> <laughs> From all the piss. From all the piss. Empty your balls <laughs> of the piss, you know? Oh, the pissing of the ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, when <laughs> when he's uh, when he's talking to Rose... It's, what, it's the scene that I like for him in this episode is when she says, there's nothing left for me here. And Mickey asks, he's like, nothing. And she doesn't even look at him. Yeah. It's the, and I think that's the thing is like, she doesn't even look. She's com- she's looking at the TARDIS console and she's like, nothing. And Mickey doesn't go like, well, fuck you. He just goes, okay, well, then we got to get this thing off. He's just ex- uh, except. But she also says, pardon me. She, she also is like, she says she needs to go. And he goes, you could die. And she says, that's a risk I need to take. And Mickey still, again, is like, well, we got to get this thing open. Because he's, it, I think that's the, you know, he's let go. Yeah, by this point. By that point, it, it's, and I don't, I, think do he's, think I don't think he's over her, but I think it's a case of, I need to let you go because oh, if, yeah. if I don't now, I never will. And the thing is, I do, I do think as well that if Rose had come back and she had accepted this, I think he would have been very happy to like, just, con- just resume, yeah. just pick up where they left off, just resume that relationship. Just go back on autopilot. But obviously that's the whole thing is that Rose has grown past that and Mickey hasn't immediately after this is the the realization of the people that have been sort of indoctrinated into the war that the bullets don't work but my handwriting's abysmal and so it looks like i've written the bullets don't wonk and that's the best thing we can end this season on bullets don't wonk, bullets don't wonk. um oh yeah the way that the way that the uh what the floor manager the way that she's like oh you lied to us that's yes. that's pretty sad man yeah she's like you lied to us and i'm like yeah you collateral damage on purpose but that's the thing about this this whole Dark. episode it's just it's it's so grim. I also have to come clean here and I have to say that the Doctor, the Doctor Who death count yeah. is not updated for this episode yet. I am very sorry. Okay. I know that there are deaths and I will put them in and we will address them um, next week. I have, one re- I have one request. Okay. The android has to be on there. Too right. Okay, right. Make because sure on the same page there because she helped. She killed the three Daleks. Is, she the atomized is, the three fucking Daleks. The android <laughs> plant is such a good plant. If oh, you is. forget the fact that she has to say you are the weakest link before every time she fires the fucking beam. Does she actually? Is that like law? Uh, like, I mean, I don't think she has to, but she doesn't okay, say like she says you are the weakest link. Then she fires the beam. So I guess it's just a way that the robot is programmed. But I like, st- she does it. You I know. stick by the real. And Robinson has one of those. Did you watch the video by the way? The countdown one that I sent <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I did. Had you seen it before? Or was no, it the first I was time? like, what the fuck? How would you miss that? It's so good, Fucking right? Anne Robinson, man. Legend. Oh. Do you know what would have been so good? I will link it in the description of this episode. Is um Kim Woodburn, if Kim Woodburn, if they'd done a How Clean Is Your House <laughs> episode, Kim Woodburn would have destroyed the Dalek Emperor with a flick of her fucking wrist. She would have put on them fucking <laughs> fuzzy marigolds and she would have absolutely just scrubbed him out of existence. After this, where we go to, or at least in, in some form or fashion, after the, the, the bullets don't work, uh, this is where we immediately go to Jackie and Rose's moment with uh, Pete. That is going Pete. in the mother daughter trauma book. Oh, definitely. Like, that is a conversation that you know, I don't think that, like, because at the end of the conversation, Jackie still, I guess, kind of does what, like, yeah, she tells her to stop talking. She's like, stop, stop yeah. it. 
but that is n- that is not an argument that they just like walked away from you know that that is something that continued that w- that is like well, a well i don't th- i don't know if it's something that continued but it's definitely something that jackie's thought on because when she shows up doesn't she say to rose that she was right she's like you were right your dad would have done this so yeah. let's let's yeah let's i think she says it. something about how uh one sec i'll try and find exactly what she says when she skirts around the corner like bob <laughs> the builder <laughs> jackie driving a fucking tow truck I'm obsessed with it. I have it. a question. Is she being shagging for favours? She is in the shagging wagon. Is she shagging herself for right there? Because she says, I got it off Rodrigo. Yeah, he when she's like, favor, don't, don't ask, ask why. why. I'm like, have you been, have you been doing a shag? Okay, what? Um, Do you need to buy a van? No, sorry. That's <laughs> but yeah, the. Uh, yeah, she, com- she comes around. Sorry, she comes around. She says, Rodrigo, he owes me a favour. Never mind why, but you were right about your dad's sweetheart. He was full of mad ideas, and it's exactly what he would have done. Now get on with it before I change my mind. There is something to be said about Jackie and Rose's flip-flop of, you know, the I don't want you doing this versus actual support that I that I do like because if you put yourself in Jackie's shoes, you would, this is how you would, you'd be like, I want to do what's best for them, but I want to keep them safe, but I know that this is what they really want. And if they really want this, we got to, you know. I think that um, something that is definitely worth note as well is that Wero says that like, you know, 20,000 years in the future, the doctor is dying. Jackie at any other point would have had such an issue sending her back into danger because that's the thing. She like rose isn't just like he needs me back like she knows it's serious yeah well she jackie also praises the doctor earlier she says you know I, as god yeah, knows i heard that man but he did the right thing he sent you back home to me and rose is like but i want to die but i want to <laughs> just let me die um those two workers die that i don't care about yeah um i hate davich pavel i hate davich pavel <laughs> i hate him so much um the thing is why please, first of please, all please do a davich first of all show. i just want to note that all of the guns have the safety on in this scene if you look, the guns, oh, they? They go, yeah, the guns, and which, like, I want to say is not a thing the episode tries to hide. They do a close-up on the guns, and you can see that the fucking safety is on. I had this thought the other day, because I don't know a thing about guns, because, you know, they're not legal in this country, and I don't play any shooting games whatsoever. And I feel like any knowledge of guns that people in this country have... You play have, Ratchet and Clank, you're a liar. Okay, right, so I know how the Judicator works. There you go. One. I know how the Bouncer <laughs> Was works. Was it the Rhino? That's the one. The Rip You A New One. Uh, there it is. Um, no but, but like I, obviously we are, luckily for me gotten the bug to to like write again and i was thinking the other day i was like i could not write a, a book that involved guns unless i've you know fantasied them up and made them my own thing because i've yep. no knowledge on guns my entire knowledge of guns comes exclusively from video games pretty much i'm like in star that's wars they go pew, pew, and that, that that's yeah. all i know yeah i'm like pew pew um oh the gun in it's always sunny you know what it is bitch <laughs> bang I hate Davich Pavel because he has this whole subplot, which isn't even a subplot. Like, if I can say it's like 0.7 of a plot, then I fucking will, where he's trying to shag Elaine the pain. And then she, she says something about how she will go on a date with him. No, she says she doesn't. And then, and she's then like she gives winks. him like a wink. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, ha, ha. But then she gets shot by Daleks. <laughs> and then this fucking guy, <laughs> this fucking guy is just like, I'm going to hang over the top, expose my entire self. Because the thing is, one, this is a co-worker. And there is only one co-worker who I would take a bullet for. Aww. Yeah. But, like... I was going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to beep that. I didn't even realise until I said it that if we want to keep that in, I'm going to have to beep that's so it. so funny. But, yeah, like, you know, first of all, that's out there. But, but like, second of all, this is a war. There are greater stakes. I don't give a fuck if she is the baddest bitch on the planet, which I just would like to say, Elaine the Pain is not the biggest, you know, she's not the baddest bitch on the planet. She's barely the baddest <laughs> bitch on the game station with fucking Linda with a Y and, you know, Rosie T up there. But, like... Rosie T! <laughs> 
but like he just he, there is no hesitation he's like i had a date and he he pulls out the fo- even captain america even fucking mr star spangled man with a plan was like i know that there are some more important things than pussy but david <laughs> does not so i hate him i can't believe that mid-speech you actually slapped your thigh i thought you'd go for it <laughs> There's some, rage, there's some passion man. there. There's some passion. You know when Infinity War came out and like a bunch of people got really mad that like Star-Lord prevents everything from happening or whatever, allegedly. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. But like everyone's like, oh, I hate this guy. That's how I feel about Davich Pavel. The the thing that I enjoy with uh, with this scene is, if, do you remember when they get one Dalek's eye stock right before Elena Payne dies? Yeah. And she goes, we did it. And immediately she is zapped. She's like, we did it. And then falls. And I'm like, oh my God, the timing on your right. death is so funny. It's so good. Now we uh, say goodbye to Linda. You know Joe Ahern? Our boy, Joe Ahern. Yeah. Uh, Linda's death is his favorite, apparently. Is his favorite death his of favorite the season death or from, of, yep. of his episodes? Um, it it just says it just said his favorite death. I assume it means okay. like of of his episodes. I mean, it's a it, oh no, in the good... series, in the series actually. So there do you, you know? Go. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's the Dalek silently saying "exterminate." The lights go. That's duh, the best duh, one duh, duh, because you know, and you're like, "Oh my god!" So for a little little recap, uh, Linda is in this observation deck, and she's kind of been feeding the kill floor information to to Jack and the Doctor and stuff about where the Daleks are going. And we have an assault Dalek, which is like a different kind of Dalek, you know, just like is that on the outside, the one with the um, yeah, the one with the like uh, yeah. I don't know, blowtorch. Uh, attachment one of those tries to break in and then from the other side of the glass um outside in the space bit there's a bunch of daleks mm-hmm. and you just see one say exterminate but you don't with hear the it fucking lights on its, its head and it's so good because you see it and you're like holy shit that's it's, one of my goosebumps moments oh from yeah. this episode it's uh it's it's so good that i don't think it's being recreated and i don't think it could be no or at least if it would be it wouldn't be done as well it, it just couldn't it's it's such a good because you know you've seen enough of the daleks by this point even though you've only ever seen one and then a million <laughs> like but you know enough about them to be like this is a thing yep. they say this is definitely their catchphrase you know and it's ah, oh. it's really good well the thing is like i said you know those um those songs where it's like a thing or it's like songs that sound like another song and it's just like a bunch of like grating noises and it kind of sounds like a song yeah. underneath that. This is another one where I feel like I can hear that Dalek saying exterminate. Oh, oh yeah, your brain fills in the, the gap. Yep. The... She's gone. The... <laughs> That's Linda. That's Linda's life support. Say, do I need to fucking reboot you? <laughs> this is where we get Super Rose. No, uh, okay, before this actually, okay. we All get right. oh, Jack bye-bye. dead. Dead Jack. Jack doesn't die yet. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yep. Um, I mean, maybe not immediately after the scene, but it's the next thing I've got in my notes. And that okay, is... Okay, no, he probably does. Here's the thing I want to show you. There's a little issue with his death. A little CGI mishap. Oh, with his skeleton. With his skeleton. Yep. I don't know if you got it. Right, we'll find out in just a moment. You can... Yeah, you okay. can see his foot. That's a split second split that his foot goes Oh, through. yeah, but you can bet I noticed it. I will let 2004 off for that. <laughs> You know I what should. I mean? And I'm taking no prisoners here on Doctor Who Rewind. I'm gonna go back in time and appear on Confidential to just to just just to just to <laughs> say, yeah. So uh, Rose absorbs the time vortex and she takes she the back to the future. <laughs> then after that is when the no no before Rose actually shows up there, the Daleks enter the Doctor's room. Yeah, they do. They do the whole coward or killer. Yeah, yeah, which is fucking phenomenal. So good. I, uh, so so good. The, 
the only thing like, about no, no, this just just good <laughs> just enjoyment the only thing about this scene that like kind of annoys me is i'm like you could have just shot him on sight and never had to deal with a doctor again they but you can't it, it's a story you can't do that yeah that this is the thing that i don't really have anything to say that's like particularly interesting or you know fucking ingenuitive or something it's just so good i like that officially and it's on a card that Rose is called Super Rose. Super like she has Rose. The heart of Tardis that is my favourite thing. And I'm never going to know. Are we call there? That. Are we going to get back into it? About Super Rose? Yeah. Is it time? Is it time for the finale? Because here's the thing Rose opens that door and she's like, Hear me, Doctor. No longer am I the woman you knew. I am fire and life incarnate. Now and forever, I am Phoenix. And she <laughs> just fucks him up, man. I'm just pulling up the script so that I've got it too. Because I think this closing scene is important to go through. Wandering down. So here's the thing. Do you want another one? Uh, not yet. I'll do. I'll, um. Uh, sh- actually, yeah, sure. I'm gonna go from the Emperor saying, "I want to see you become like me." Hail the Doctor, the Great Exterminator, and the Doctor goes, "I'll do it." <laughs> I'll fucking do it I'll again. I'll do it. <laughs> then prove yourself, Doctor. What are you, coward or killer? Coward. Any day. Any day. Any day. Uh, then you know the Jack, Jack does the whole death thing or whatever. Yep. Um, mankind will be harvested because of your weakness, Doctor. And like what a about hybrid? Uh, yeah. Well, and what about me? Am I becoming one of your angels? Angles. I absolutely angels, love angels. the right. Emperor Dalek just for the way that he speaks. I love this like weird religious thing that he's got going on. Yeah. And originally, um, it was supposed to be the controller there to give the doctor someone to talk to she was supposed to still be wired in but then they were like oh, no we'll do the yeah, emperor dalek I don't, I don't like that and i like that more you like oh you like her being there no more. i mean the emperor okay, dalek. like okay. i like what they have done more like i'm yeah. i'm glad because i don't like i think there's something about this like the thing about the emperor dalek is that i don't even think he's that intensely like scary in a powerful way it's no. just this whole like religious fucking zealot act it's yeah it's a, it's a cool concept Here's another thing as well that I don't think we touched on that I want to come back to really briefly for one second. Sure. When yeah. Befallender is killed, she's looking at like um, a map of Earth on the thing and you can see the Daleks like fighting. They bomb every continent. They bomb every continent and you can see the continent like lines. Sh- I guess like, This you know. was, thank you for reminding me because this was the thing that I was thinking about. I was like, okay, so if the Daleks have bombed every continent and the Earth is basically just eradicated, the Doctor's not killing any people other than what's on pla- uh, that's the, true the game station now, well right? this is implying that every human died mm, that's true they're like and i suppose i think it's very much a doctor thing even if there is a possibility that one person survived you keep fighting for that one person yeah. um this is courtesy by the way of uh chak net. yep okay i just want to make sure i got that right um that is where we've gotten the script from here uh so the doctor closes his eyes and the tardis materializes behind him dalek alert tardis materializing emperor on view screen you will not escape the tardis doors open rose is silhouetted in a blinding golden light energy tendrils snake outwards the doctor this is one of the two uh line deliveries of the doctor that i'm not 100 percent in love with we can watch them if you want oh the what have you done what have you done not a huge fan of that i looked at the tardis and the tardis looked into me you looked at the time vortex, Rose. No one's meant to see that. Emperor on view screen. This is the abomination. <laughs> <laughs> Dalek exterminate, as, as you know, as per usual. Rose stops the beam with her hand. Oh, yeah. She just pulls up her little palm and she goes, not today. 
No. She says, I am the bad wolf. I create myself. I take the words. I scatter them in time and space. A message to lead myself here. That's a, Is that the bootstrap paradox? Is that what it's called? Bootstrap? Something like that? Yeah. That's where, the one. Where, where there's, there's no origin specifically. Yeah, you doing the thing makes a thing happen. So how did the thing happen in the first place? Because yeah. you had to do it. That's the this one. Is, this is that. Okay. Rose, you've got to stop this. You're gonna, you've got to stop this now. You've got the entire vortex running through your head. You're going to burn. That one I particularly love, delivery-wise. When yep. he's like, you're going to burn. And his voice quakes a bit. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I know exactly cool. the one that you mean. Yeah. Uh, I want you safe. My doctor, protected from the false god. Emperor on the view screen, you cannot hurt me. I am immortal. Rose, you are tiny. I can see the whole of time and space, every single atom of your existence, and I divide them. A Dalek disintegrates gently. I fucking love Doctor Who so much, man. <laughs> so this is where I think Billy Piper is allowed to shed her fake accent, right? Um, yes. This, this is like her, when she comes well, in and she's a little bit more posh, she's a little bit more I feel like this isn't exactly what Billy Piper sounds like. Um, no, I not feel like this way. is, but this, yeah, she's not doing the, the accent anymore. Um, but there's something that she's meant to... I imagine she's been told, like, you know, try and do something more deific, a bit more ethereal than I, normal. <laughs> I want to know who gave her a pass on that makeup, because, oh my god. The tear ruins it. The tear leaves a little piss trail. <laughs> I'm done with piss this week. She's got... No, you're not. I'm not. She's got some... Um, yeah, she's got some, some running yeah. going on there. Everything must come to dust. All things, everything dies. The time war ends. That's Rose. Is this so? This feels like to me that Rose is the one to end the time war officially. That's what this is supposed to be. We've had this introduced. Yeah, we're taking it through. The the, the idea that the Daleks survived is one Do that you says know? the time war is still technically going on. Do you know what I really like about this? What is that they say in, you know, in Boomtown, that Margaret reverts to an egg because she wants a second chance. And I really so love the idea. Yeah, because of this low level telepathy, it will kind of give you what you want. Yeah. And I love the idea that because of that, Rose ends the time war just because that's how much she cares about the Doctor. Uh, yeah. That, which and is excellent. I, I like that. I love Dark Phoenix Rose. I love all of this. She's going to go burn the Dabari star system out the fucking sky. <laughs> Everything must come to dust. <laughs> All things. Everything dies. The time or ends. In brackets, the Daleks crumble. Yep. Emperor, I will not die. I cannot die. And the spaceship disappears in a golden wave. Rose, you've done it now. You've done it. Now stop. Just let go. And then Rose, like, can't. She, she is yep. stuck with it. And she How brings... How can I let go of this? I bring life. Jack breathes again. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> Here's your answer for that. It's a blood chemistry thing, by the way. That brings him back. Apparently, that's what happens. Yeah, when Rose does this, she changes Jack's blood chemistry, and that's how he's able to not die. Continue reviving, yeah. Okay. But this is wrong. You can't control life and death, but I can. The sun and the moon, the day and night, but why do they hurt? Uh, the doctor, the power's going to kill you, and it's my fault. That is the other line that I'm not a huge fan of. It's an expression thing that he does, and he, like, t- cowers into his own, like, into himself. We'll have a look in a moment. Um... That I'm just not a huge fan of the delivery on that, but it's fine. Uh, I can see everything, all that is, all that was, all that ever could be. I fucking love this when he stands up and he's like, that's what I see all the time. And yeah. doesn't it drive you mad? Oh, goosebumps thinking about it, man. <laughs> Which, and you don't get much of this later where the Doctor is like this. Um, there's a thing in DC Comics that you won't know. I don't even know if it's still a thing or if it was just a one-off. I don't remember. It was in a comic that they were trying to start up called Sideways. I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. still a thing. And it's kind of like Spider-Man, but he teleports. He, like, rifts in and out of, like, he just, like, short. Almost like Nightcrawler. 
Okay. But he wears like a Spider-Man-esque type morph suit thing. Um, and he was th- this guy. I've forgotten the protagonist's name and who it was written by, so I'm a shit person for that. Obviously. But there's this thing, this giant time god called Tempest Fuginaut. And this is what it's reminding me of is like the Doctor is almost a god of time. He sees everything. He hears, you know, a bit mm-hmm. Dr. Manhattan-y. That he's like, this is it. This is what's it? I am this. Uh, this I- what's it called? Because there's a difference between like, wasn't it like om- omnipotence? Isn't yeah, it? like all seeing or like all knowing or whatever. But uh, there's one of those, and that's basically kind of what the doctor is. That's omniscient. Freaky, yeah, all omni- seeing and all Yeah, knowing. there we go. Sorry, I've taken these headphones off because they are hurting my ears. So if I dip out, please let me know. This is very Time Lord Victorious, and I, d- I don't think anyone else behind the scenes would admit that. But that line but where, where he is, when he's saying these things, it, it makes so much sense that this is like, yeah, you see those things all the time. It's probably because you're a little bit crazy. Yeah. But at least you're not hearing, you know, drum beats. No, it's so good. And then, so the Doctor and Rose kiss. How do we feel about that? I'm not done reading. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. Continue. So. Rose goes, my head. And that was a good impression. And the Doctor... <laughs> I'll wait, because this is a bit ASMR. Rose goes, my head. And the doctor goes, come here. <laughs> I think you need a doctor. Stop. And Rose goes, it's killing me. And the doctor says, I, I think, think you, you need, need a, a doctor. doctor. I fucking hate that line with such a burning passion. Ah, I've... Oh. Oh, it almost threw, and I mean, you know, the doctor kisses Rose. The golden energy transfers from her eyes to his. Then she faints in his arms. The doctor exhales energy back into the TARDIS, and its doors close. I don't like that bit. I don't like the. the, the I mean, I get why the kiss happens. I suppose does it need to? Do you got to kiss him? I don't think it does. I think they could have just looked into each other's eyes, and I'm fine with that. That's okay for me. But I don't like this. Uh, I, I don't like Doctor Human romances anyway. No, I don't. Uh, it's why I think that River works so fucking well and Alex Kingston knocks it out of the park every I time she shows up. I don't like Doctor Who. Wait. <laughs> I clipped that. And I don't like Doctor Human romances. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I really, really don't. Um, and on the topic of Doctor Human romances, I want to tell all of the little Tumblr girlies who were telling people that you do not need to watch The Ninth Doctor. I want to tell you all very publicly. Suck a fucking to egg. To get fucked. This is so good. It is. When Jack comes back, he picks up a handful of Dalek dust from the floor. Then Dalek run- dust. Yep. Then, ru- <laughs> then runs when he hears the TARDIS engines. He's too late. It dematerializes, leaving him stranded. Okay, so do you want to know why that happens? Um, do you want me to tell you something? Yeah, because I'm, I was wondering about that. So the the crack is that... That's in season five. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck off. And do you know what? I was mid-mouthful. I was like, i got to finish this swig before. Um, no, okay, so the the reason why, according to Mr. Russell T. Dussel himself, according to Mr. Russell Tussle Dussel, um, got that Russell T. Dussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hate myself, you know. Um, it's not just you. It's not just you that hates me. It's me too. Jack is left behind because the point of this is to see how Rose deals with a regenerated doctor whereas according jack to russell that scene jack down. jack would just take it in his stride jack could just be like okay and move on yeah whereas obviously this isn't like particularly the the tone for this so what else have we got we're back in the tarnish now so we're now we're at the pulling very, into very the station at the end baby very very end rose what happened Doctor, don't you remember? Rose, it's like there was this singing, Doctor. That's right, I sang a song of the Daleks Ran Away. What song did he sing to make the Daleks Run Away? Um, that fucking Jess Glyn Jet 2 one. Darling, hold my <laughs> head! 
point and the dog's like don't, fuck off we don't, don't have hugs Jess Glenn your sister's Jess Glenn. gone nuts <laughs> Jess Glenn if you're listening square up <laughs> I've, I've, no, I've no animosity towards Jess Glenn by the way oh, I've, I have animosity towards Jess Glenn because when I was going to Amsterdam we were flying Jet 2 Oh no! And for whatever reason, the plane was delayed taking off. But we were already all on the plane, and it was only delayed for like t- I think they need to like clear the runway or something. It was like a daft reason, so we all stayed on the plane, and like for the whole time because they were back at that point, you know, where it was like, uh, you know, keep all devices like away, don't like be on your phone, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because we were prepped to take off, and all you could hear the whole time was the do 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 oh, do about 20 minutes and it was infuriating so jess glenn apologize to me personally for that right now <laughs> mom was doing a clean earlier and uh take me home come on and i was like oh this is pure sadness sang a song so, with alex on her way yeah rose i was at home no i wasn't i was in the tardis and there was this this light i can't remember anything else the doctor's skin is darkening by the way my note here and i'm so sorry for this it just says hand fetish go burr <laughs> And you know exactly what I mean yeah. when I say that when he's got yeah. his hand on the console yep. and CG was in such a way back in the day that he was not allowed to move his hand an inch to get this effect done. The doctor's Do skin is darkening is what we've got here. Oh, okay. So this might have been the original script and they had a different effect going for it. I do not know. Rose Tyler, I was going to take you so many places. Do you want to do the Rose bits and I'll do the doctor bits? <laughs> Go on, let's do, do a little role play. Do you, do you want to? Please don't say that to me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Tyler, I was going to take you to so many places. Barcelona, not the city, Barcelona, the planet, Barcelona. You'd love it. Fantastic place. They've got dogs with no noses. Imagine how many times a day you end up telling that joke and it's still funny. Then why can't we go? Maybe you will, and maybe I will, but not like this. You're not making any sense. I might never make sense again. I might have two heads, or no heads. Imagine me with no head, and don't say that's an improvement. But it's a bit dodgy, this process. You never know what you're going to end up with. The doctor doubles over in pain. Doctor? Stay away. Doctor, tell me what's going on. I absorbed all the energy of the time vortex and no one's meant to do that. Every cell of my body is changing. Can't you do something? Yeah, I'm doing it now. Tylons have this little trick. It's a sort of it's it's sort of a way of cheating death, except it means I'm gonna change and I'm gonna I'm not gonna see you again. Not like this, not with this daft old face. And before I go Don't say that. You prepped for that. I heard you breathing before <laughs> I finished. You were you were going <laughs> in on this. I'm going full big finish, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Rose, before I go. I just want to tell you, you were fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And you know what? So, so was I. I. You're going to cry. <sighs> Golden light bursts out of the doctor's body. This is not a nice, quiet regeneration of the usual kind. Everything changes very suddenly and the tenth doctor is standing there. Everyone say hi to David Tennant using a South London accent instead of his natural Scottish burr. Hello. Oh, oh, new teeth. That's weird. Yeah, luckily, they never bring that back, eh? So where was I? Well, that's right. Barcelona. Right. When me and Luke were watching it, well, so this is this is the other scene, by the way, that almost gets me. Yeah, me too. Because Eccleston knew he was leaving, and that's that's all well and good, but he still he you can you can tell there's no like actor sabotaging a scene due to bad blood. Oh yeah, he just goes for it, and he knows that he's playing with a with a legacy TV show, and he knows the stakes. He knows that regardless of his feelings, people are gonna care about this. By the way, we are not leaving uh, the Christopher Eccleston uh, reasons and stuff untouched. We're going to get to that in our season one wrap up where we like rank the episodes, uh, ask where the fuck goes. Yeah, man. The little little rewind party, little season one rewind party. Yeah. This whole regeneration scene is so good. It is. I love it to death. The doctor playing it up. Rose being super confused. Well, yeah, when I was watching this with Luke, he just decided to take a minute to talk about how cruel it was that they have dogs with no noses, noses on Barcelona. And he was like, 
but that's how they do all of their smelling. He was like, that's how they know what things are, Katie. And he, he was like, um, he was like, oh, what, what do they do with no noses? And the doctor wants to go there. That's so horrible. Oh, poor doggos. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, poor doggos. Poor doggos. The, 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 this is harkened back to a bit. And you realize that the doctor only regenerates once every, at least for him normally, once every couple hundred years, maybe. I guess maybe like you know it's it's always in the tens. I don't think it's ever like oh shit I've only been this person for a year. Yeah, we don't get very many short doctor stints. I like yeah. to imagine that we they've only... all at least had enough time to like kind of know themselves. We only see them for a few years at a time, but we you know we know that they do things. Yeah, Matt Smith ages for some reason. Stephen Moffat likes to bring him from age nine hundred all the way up to like over a thousand years even old. even capaldi though even when he's in his confession dial he's was in there for like billions of years which is fuck another Moffat thing that i fucking hate i don't like age i don't want the doctor to be like i'm billions of years old i'm like okay fine i'm not a huge fan of i'm fine with it in that context because it's like you you may have aged yeah. but you didn't like kind of live if that makes yeah, sense like yeah, you that's... were you were trapped in this place waiting out time that one's a bit more finicky to work that one's around. a bit more absolutely makes me feel things like i've never felt before peter capaldi Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. I love you. Um, but but yeah, the uh, that they, it makes sense. What I'm getting to is that the doctor not regenerating, you know, once a year. It's not a common thing for him to do. Makes sense as to why he doesn't bring it up. But every time he regenerates, and someone's like, "What's going on?" I'm always like, "Has he not explained this to them at some point?" Yeah, you'd think that would be a thing that, that you this came a, in with real early. Just you know, be like, like, by the way, I might entirely completely change who I am as a person. The nature fundamentally. Of, <laughs> the nature of my biology is that I might be a completely different person. What if he just dies in his sleep one day like a human does? If I get a bit too hot one day, you're going to wake up and there's going to be a completely new man. And that's just going to have to be fine. <laughs> if I get a bit too hot. Yeah. <laughs> ah, fuck. Oh, no. If I'm trying to change a fuse. <laughs> <laughs> then he starfishes all the way. He does. This is um, the first time that you ever see a doctor stand and regenerate, you know. Previously, everyone collapses. They all collapse and then they kind of like wake up as another person. This is the first time we get the proper like... Does two do that? Because two's a fourth generation, right? Yeah. Does he also collapse? Because doesn't he have the other, like the heads going around him and stuff? And he's like, no, no. And then three is there. I love the second doctor. He gets the whole like collapsing out of the TARDIS. Mm. Okay. Uh, I, d- I do love this regeneration. Uh, my note is, can we just go through this scene? It's very important. We did that. New teeth. And here he is, David Tennant. David Tennant. I still, there's no next time to rate here. So there's no, there's no, no. point doing that. I just don't know what, to, I still don't know what to rate this episode because this last scene is so phenomenal that I, I I feel like it's a cop out giving it a five, but I also think this episode does everything it needs to do. Yeah, that was my thing. I didn't season. I didn't want to give it a five on account of the whole new Doctor, on account of the whole um, yeah. it being a finale and stuff. But I genuinely don't think there's anything Else in it to... that drags it down past a five for me. Like I really, I really don't. And I don't want to be that person, but I think I'm giving it a five out of five, man. I think I will too. And I'm not, I'm not even like a person for war stories and you know, the whole, the whole grimy aesthetic. I'm not a huge fan of. I like it when things look a bit neater than this. I don't mean like clinically white. Yeah. The way the um you know like apple is later on <laughs> oh. like I, i'm not a huge fan of like i don't mean like red that waterfall st- yeah i don't mean like that sterile i mean like gent just normal something looking okay and not super grimy and war stories in general are not for me but th- it's done well it does what it needs to do i am hoped. everyone it's performs paced. oh yeah their ass off yeah i think that yeah, rose rose's tea pose by the way <laughs> it's when she's <laughs> it's when she's dismantling the dialects. Give me this control for a second. We're gonna find this. Please do. Rose is T posing, man. She is. She is T posing. T pose, Rhyme Rose. 
it does fucking english student so <laughs> uh-huh. the um the thing that i just as i was finding this thought of whilst you were on a pission we're putting that out into the world now <laughs> pission, we're sending you're on a piss mission you're on a pission right and the best part is afterwards you got to be like pission successful pission accomplished pission accomplished oh my god you're so drunk pission failed oh no uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to let it know to listeners of Doctor He Rewind that after three cans, I am not very drunk. You know, not really. Yeah, no, am I? No, I'm, I'm only on two. I'm on my second. Step it up, man. Uh, it's not no. very. That's not very season one rap party of Doctor Who Rewind. Have Shut you? the fuck up. We haven't even rapped yet. Oh my god, are you always this fucking preachy? I'm sick of you. Season two's cancelled. Not renewed. Not renewed. Ten- Nielsen's ratings. <laughs> I wouldn't blame anyone for not picking up Doctor Who Rewind for a season two. They're like, oh god, all those kids. Fuck do off. Is talk about piss. We're doing better than the boys. <laughs> the most viewed TV show. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say. The um the whole bit where Rose is like my doctor, yada yada yada. Yeah. I end the time that war. Bit. Is that Rose or is that the TARDIS? Or is that the bad wolf entity? Because Shut that's what out. I found. No, genuinely, that's what I found. Um, Wait, what? That there is, you know, obviously Rose absorbs the heart of the TARDIS. Yes. But the way that she is officially referred to after that is as the bad wolf entity. Okay. Not Super Rose. I thought it was Not Super Rose. Not Super Rose. God damn it. But yeah, I was just, I was just watching Rose it a second Gray. ago. And I'm thinking like, oh, maybe it's a maybe it's a thing where you know where where um instead of I sound odd in my own ears, oh there we go, where instead of Rose talking, this is now the the TARDIS talking to the Doctor like Idris because it may, it's it's it almost if you had her in to read these lines, I think it would work, the woman who played Idris. Oh, I agree. I think this scene would work with her. I agree. I also, that's another example of bringing someone who has a lot of chemistry with the Doctor and then I get annoyed when they leave because I'm like, oh, you were so good. Um, but that's that's not a today thing. That's a, a five seasons from now and a few specials thing. The way that I feel about this whole, like, is it the TARDIS? Is it Rose? Is it Bad Wolf? No, 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 no. It's is, all of them. Like, don't get me wrong. This is Dark Phoenix. But there was this you're whole thing. woman That's why. It's because you're an X-Men <laughs> lady. There was this whole thing for a long time where it was like, did Jean Grey do these things? Or was the Dark Phoenix like a separate entity yeah. that overtook her? And I'm like, no, Jean Grey did those fucking things. That's how I think. And I will not be dissuaded from that. And that's kind of how I feel about Rose in this yeah. situation where I'm like, you know, Rose did these things because she had the power to do these things. That's fair. She is like, well, she might not be the driving force. She is the intent. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Um, because I am fine with the idea of these things, you know, um, being like, sort of you know hugely powerful cosmic forces because yeah. the kind of you know the kind of powerful way you're just like oh it can do anything that- and i feel like once you reach that kind of power unless there is some sort of driving force i.e rose in this situation yeah the, i think you that's know. a problem uh, as someone who does read a lot like just book wise and, right. and reads a lot of sci-fi okay okay mr shit. man go tell fucking leah michelle you know what i read i will drop kick you in the fucking glasses be quiet so <laughs> sorry <laughs> Good vibes in this rap party. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love doing Doctor Who rewind. <laughs> Blink twice if, <laughs> if you're being held against your will. I'm like, this is an audible thing, so you can't do a shit. So then, you know, we'll just we'll, we'll get back to the end. David Tennant, how excited are you? I am. I am very, very excited. Actually, did you expect not to be? No, I didn't expect okay. not to be. But I feel like um, one of the things that I've noticed about watching episodes for this podcast is that I, it very much does feel like watching them from a first time. 
again in a way where it's kind of like now i have to maybe watch this more closely or more critically and the thing is i i could not tell you the amount of times i've seen doctor who in my life like i I really really couldn't it's i'm the same it's a lot and even times when i don't do a full series one to whatever watch i watch the odd episode here and there like I, i you know i really really do fucking love this show but i have gotten very attached I mean, I was already very attached yeah. to Christopher Eccleston, but I have, like, you know, had very much had, like, a renewed attachment. Yeah, I think this, like, I, I rewatched this, like I said, last year to sort of reclaim it for my for my own, like, personal reasons. And even then, I didn't have this much appreciation for what I was being, you know, oh, what no, was being well, presented like, to me. And I've seen this season countless times when I got that box set back when I was, like, six years old for Christmas. Like, like that, I've been, I've seen this season particularly way more than any other because every time i've done a rewatch i've always I've yeah never, see, I don't, season I, one is my most viewed season of this show yeah probably. because that's where i always go back to and it's and, and you know and so when i do it now making notes there is like i yes i know what's going to happen in a vague sense but i have never made notes going through it i've never you know tossed my phone to one side and gone everybody shut the fuck up Full doctor, doctor who is on and tried to to really and, you know, there's a lot of turn your brain off. You enjoy this thing. You know you enjoy this thing. So I know for a fact I can safely turn my brain off and put Doctor Who on and not think about a single thing. But since, you know, watching it when I was six, I am glad to say I have grown as a human. Uh, I still have Lego, but it's fine. <laughs> but th- th- doing it and making notes and stuff, especially wh- whilst on the course that we are doing, like at university, yeah, is like a okay, try and be a bit more critical thinking and a bit more, which I hate to be like, university has helped because I don't want to be that person, but fuck, man, if it hasn't helped me get a bit more critical with the way that I think of of plot and storytelling in general, where I watched a TV show the other day. I watched, yeah, okay, there's, there's noises outside that we're just picking up. Yep. There's a TV show that I watched a few weeks back, sorry, that the first three episodes of Vox Machina season two, where oh, there's a thing. So I was Vox Machina Shut the fuck up, okay? Right, and, and something happens at the end of the third episode, and <laughs> I spent about an hour, didn't write anything down, but about an hour thinking, like, okay, how did you get to that point? Yeah. How do you build up everything else to make sure that this one thing happens? And it's... I don't know if this is a career I can do. <laughs> I've never had more doubts but been more encouraged in my life. It's so strange. I... No, I think I think just as my general roundup thoughts on this is that I love Doctor Who. I love this episode. I love Christopher Eccleston, Billy Piper, John yeah, Barrowman. I love though. everyone. Camille Codjury, love of my life. What are you doing next Thursday? I've just I've just purely enjoyed yeah, doing yeah, me this too. very very much. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I I don't know where we're going to start with Big Finish, but at some point we will when we've gone. Oh we get yeah. Info. I cannot wait to get some of the to get to sorry some of the Eccleston stuff. And just have him back and be mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to see. Well, that's. I, I want to know if his approach to the characters changed that's the thing in of almost it all, 20 isn't it? years. The Eccleston know? of it all. Which we'll get to in next week's wrap up. We will come back. Come back next week. Oh, wait, sorry. Do you want my remaining? I was going to say, I was just, <laughs> just going to be like, hey, let's. Uh, you just want to get to drinking, I don't do you? I just want to get to the, get some scrun in here and go to the pub, is the plan. Um, okay, no, we'll, we'll wind this up with the trivia. Okay. Um, so here is all of the trivia that I could not logistically slot into the episode. Let's do it. Jack, I will count him being shot in this episode as a, as a death. As a death, yeah. Yep. Because like technically, uh, anything from this point forward, I wouldn't. But I would count this as a death. And he dies for a good amount of time. He does. This makes Jack the first companion death since Planet of Fire. Way back when, a fifth Doctor story where Chameleon oh. died. Or oh, like damn. other other companion death. 
whatever that's that everyone who isn't rose jack or mickey dies as well jackie sorry yeah i said jack i meant jackie rose jackie or mickey those are the only people in this episode who do not die horror of fang rock which was a fourth doctor story that's the last time that this happened and it will not happen again until the doctor's wife Mm. where we like basically kill all of our everyone except the companion yeah all of our like extended guest cast yep yeah oh damn Mm -hmm. Um, the doctor's wife Mm-hmm. Also, he is another one. Don't you and Uncle die in that? Oh, well, I guess they, they do. Kill, if they, yeah. if they destroy all of House, I suppose that makes sense. I know the Ud goes as well. The Hungarian title of this episode was We Meet After the Battle. That's fucking metal, that. <laughs> That's so cool, That's right? That's metal as fuck. That, we that, meet after the battle, and then Tenant um, rolls up with a fucking spear. That's a Game of Thrones line. You know, like that's yeah. that's that kind of thing. That's some high um, fantasy shit. I love that. Also, he w- here is another one, okay. and this is like a bit of a myth, bit of a bit of a myth busted on this episode. Is the alternate ending of this episode that was done? If is that it's like a like a what if Eccleston did? Well, Eccleston was confirmed leaving since Unquiet Dead. Yeah, they knew going it was in. it was a hot minute, but they did like a little I fake it, out was it thing after for sh- it. Was it after shooting the Unquiet Dead that they knew? So it was before I'm the not, season aired. I'm all. not sure, but it probably was shooting. But there was supposed to be an alternate death in all mm-hmm. that is said about because russell t Davies said that apparently like it would be the kind of thing that would be good to put out on a dvd except it's never been released mm-hmm. and it was also the ending that was shown to the um you know the screenings like the press screenings oh, of this yeah. episode in which the tar- all that is known about it is that the tardis scans rose and it just says danger life form dying and that's like the only thing what that would have been the, the cliffhanger well that's the only information that we have about that scene since it's never like formally been released or anything i want to know so much more about that Mm-hmm. show me it now <laughs> that feels like it lines up with the world where linda um maybe lived yeah like linda traveled with the doctor or something which you know as much as i do love linda i'm very glad for another season of bros i have to say oh yeah she's she's uh she's great for this is that all of the trivia <laughs> and that's all the trivia well i i'm i'm gonna stick with the five out of five fuck it fuck oh it. no me too five out of five I'm gonna hit the fuck it button for doctor who rewind this uh after editing might be a shorter episode i'm fine with that there's a lot of this episode doesn't do much wrong for me i don't think i also don't think that i have any very little nitpicky things in here either i i just think that this is good doctor who yeah i'd I'd rather i'd rather be like this is good gush about it for a bit cut it down to what it needs to be and send out rather than pad it out with anything else and all i will say as a departing note is that i have thoroughly enjoyed these past 13 episodes of Doctor Who Rewind. I've enjoyed talking about Doctor Who with you. Oh, thank you very much. I have enjoyed likewise all of this. And then we will we will see you next week for a little little season one little season one finale, I just guess. Have a, just just have a private talk with just my microphone okay. if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, you of course. Keep your headphones on um if you want, but I think she's on Sims because she's had a drink. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Um, no, I've enjoyed it too. Five out of five. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Yes, if please. you do have any thoughts on this episode. Share your feelings about the long game. <laughs> the, this isn't the long game. <laughs> I told you she'd had a drink. Share, <laughs> <laughs> Share your feelings about season one of Doctor Who. It would be lovely to hear from anyone. We um, we are DW Rewind everywhere. Everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, unfortunately. YouTube. Um, anything else that we are on is also under DW Rewind. So yep. find us, find us on the internet. Find us, follow us, find stalk me, us. Doctor. I will fucking. Shoot. I was doing a season four thing. I haven't seen season. Wait, season. <laughs> you have. You know when Rose is like on the phone, she's like, "Find me, Doctor." Does she do that? Yeah, she does when she's with Wilf and Sylvia. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a thing. Uh, hopefully one day something horrible will happen to me and I won't be able to remember anything about this show what and then I'll stop being so unbearable. I said goodbye. Okay, bye. Thank you for enjoying Rewind for these past 13 episodes. Or hating it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, more likely hating it to be fair. See you next week for the wrap up. Bye. Bye.